0: Welcome to the Let's Biz You Up podcast, covering topics in all things life and business related, including but not limited to mindset, business planning, management, marketing, money, health and wellness, and any other general topics that take my fancy. It's presented in a conversational, unapologetic style. It's messy, it's rough, you'll hear traffic, kids, and even the occasional dog barking. But it's jam-packed with tips, hacks, and sometimes the content may even be a little bit controversial. I do not come with a filter, but I'm exceptionally passionate in helping women and men that are looking to achieve their next level successes. Hi, I'm your host, Esther Aiken, and I am thrilled to have you here today. So let's get stuck in and see where life takes us. Come and join the madness and be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button and never miss an episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. Hello and welcome to the Let's Biz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I am buzzed to have you here today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you get some little gold nuggets out of this one. One of the questions I've had from a client of mine was she was going into complete overwhelm, not quite sure how to start a business. She's always wanted to be her own business owner and it was the fear of all the logistics that was holding her back and not really understanding what it is that she needed to do to make sure that she was catering you know, for everything that her clients needed and also covering herself so that she wasn't going to get into trouble legally, that sort of thing. Now, the first thing she wanted to do was create a business bank account and for some reason this was really holding her back stopping her from taking payments with, from her customers. It really stopped her actually from taking on paid customers even though she was doing a lot of serving of, you know, giving her her skills out for free almost because it was, you know, this payment thing was holding her back. So here in New Zealand, you don't actually need to have your own business account if you've got a bank account, which most of us do have, then just having a set account with a different suffix on it is more than enough for you to start receiving payments into your bank account. There are lots of ways that your customers can pay you. I mean, if you've got a, a service based business, then obviously you can send them an invoice and they can pay straight into your bank account. Or you can use facilities such as PayPal that, you know, they take a cut, but at the end of the day, they do process their money and they go you know, and put the money straight into whatever account you ask them to put money into. So worrying about how to receive payments from paying clients isn't something that should be presenting fear, anxiety, stress, procrastination, any of those things, just setting up a basic suffix attached to your bank account will do just nicely it was one of the first things my accountant advised me when I asked her the same thing do I need a business account because originally even that was holding me back you know many moons ago oh my gosh many moons ago now I literally had that same anxiety that this particular customer had and which is why I kind of wanted to share and and bring it up with you today because often Going out there, and you're very skilled and capable of what you're doing, but you hold yourself back because of little logistics like receiving payments or sending out invoices, or even confirming. You know, having a funnel that you can put through to uh, receive payments, and such as a a buy now button on a website or a um, here in my account details and, you know, pay me now information that you can do through your Instagram and Facebook and things like that, however you market your products or your services. There are so many different ways of receiving payments these days that it definitely pays to investigate, but it is not something that should be holding you back. And one of the biggest and best bit of advice that I ever received when I started out, with my consulting and things, mm, yeah. You know, again, a long time ago, when I was selling body jewelry, for example, online, um, when I had my my baby, I was doing a little bit of a side hustle um, selling body jewelry through uh, a, an auction website called TradeMe here in New Zealand. And when freight was affordable, when you can actually sell a dollar item and not have to set, you know, basically charge somebody eight dollars. And postage and handling. Um, it's not that it's gotten any better these days with freight and postal services are very expensive as are couriers. But that's I suppose a sign of the times and the demand and even the fuel and everything's gone up. But basically, the best advice I received was get an accountant. You can do your GST returns by yourself and you can do a lot of it by yourself and then at the end of the year you put everything into your accountant and they sort it all out and basically give you you know, the advice, whatever advice you need when you need it. They're only a phone call away. Don't be afraid to pay for advice because at the end of the day they're the ones that are going to be able to save you a fortune in the long run and knowing that you're going to get it right is obviously priceless. One of the other biggest things I learnt, and it was something that I mentioned to this particular client as well, is when you do receive payment, um, if it's service-based, product-based, however you do it, put the tax away. Take you know a percentage of it. In my case, I was advised to put 33% away, I my tax bracket is already 20 something percent and then the other 10 percent goes for you know things like accountant bills professional bill, um, fees that sort of stuff so you're never going to get caught out gst is another 15 percent so put the money into another account so you've always got it there ready just in case you get these really big tax bills or you know hopefully you've run your business so that you're pretty much even Stevens and you're never going to get caught out with these great big huge bills, which a lot of new business owners can get caught out with. So, you know, those were some of the biggest key takeaways that I got originally was Get an accountant, somebody that can help you give you financial advice that is gonna be sound, it's gonna be legal at the time, and it's gonna be current and up to date. The other one is put money away. So whenever you earn money, so as soon as you get money into your account from a, a service, you know, or a product that you've sold put a certain percentage away straight away, especially if you're a sole trader, put the money away straight away into your account so that you're covering your tax, your GST, that sort of thing. So in New Zealand, you don't actually have to be GST registered. So if you are um, earning under a certain amount, then um, you put the money... If you're earning, start again. If you're earning a certain amount under a certain amount, in this case, it's sixty thousand dollars, you don't actually need a GST number. So by not having to charge GST to your customer or your client, it's all GST inclusive. You're not having to put that fifteen percent away, but you have to account for your income and things like that at the end of the year with your accountant. Now I am GST registered, but that's because I have a service. And a product-based business and I work with a lot of commercial um, uh, industries such as with the beekeeping, I have orchardists and things you know, that I work with so they work on a, a GST basis which is why I am GST registered and some of my clients are also professional businesses that require a GST receipt which is again why I choose to be GST registered. It is a personal preference, especially if you're a small business owner and you're only just starting up. You can, if you want, you don't have to become a, a, an LTD, which is um, when you're formalising it into an actual company, you can just act as a sole trader, which basically means that it all goes onto your own IRD number, your own tax number, your own tax code, and it all gets tidied up at the end of the year. Again, if you don't, you know, one of the other things that as a small business owner can trip you up at the end of the financial year is in New Zealand we have what's called ACC, which is an accident, um, basically an accident of compensation scheme through um through the New Zealand government um, and part of our health and safety and they take a percentage of our earnings to cover accidents that happen either in the workplace or privately and it's just the way our economy, well, our business economy operates. But if you are a new business owner and you haven't accounted for that certain percentage of bill coming up you know, it can actually, you know, can bite you in the bum. But if you've already put that money away, then these sort of bills won't actually scare you. It'll be just part of the the everyday um, cycle of what you're paying for and what's coming. So, you know, those were some of the biggest the biggest takeaways that I was given as advice when I first started, and I hope it's something that you can take away from this conversation just being aware of some of the the hurdles that can trip you up as a new business owner. But finding, you know, having to have your clients pay for you and your services or, you know, paying for products that you sell, that is a big part of why you go into business to begin with. So being open to receiving payments is, yes, it is the main reason we go into business because we like to be rewarded financially for the work that we do, the products that we sell, the services we offer, and obviously becoming financially free from current society demands and potentially your nine to five if that's what you choose to do. So worrying about how and what, form they're going to be paying you or into your bank account isn't shouldn't isn't and shouldn't be something that stops you from putting your service your product or your concepts out there to begin with just that's the least of your worries just do it just go out there present yourself and you know however you deem it appropriate with regards to your services and then worry about it after. But in the, in the case of New Zealand, just having a, an individual suffix a, as an account is that's all you need. Don't confuse your personal with your business. That's something that I've had happen with a particular client of, of mine. He was using his personal account as his business account, which made things very difficult for the accountant when they were trying to separate out what was personal and what was business. So, if, for example, in the beginning you're putting a lot of cash into your business, to you know, for advertising or paying for um, certain apps, um, if you're especially if you're an online business, it's websites and things like that, then quite literally put whatever cash that you're going to be using as personal from your personal account, put it into your business account, and then literally state that that's a um, a cash advance from. You, as the business owner, so that the accountant can track where the money's coming from, and also it again, you're, tra- you're tracking how much you're actually spending on your business and how you're developing as you go. Because ultimately, there is nothing worse than having to explain why you've got a business course tucked in with your school fees for your kids or your sugar, you know, your sugar purchases for your bees for your sugar syrup for example is being tucked into a grocery bill as part of your personal account and you're having to explain why you're buying sugar as part of your groceries when it should be separate for your um, business as part of your bees yes I've been caught out with that one before and I got a smack on the hand and a reminder that it has to go through the business Esther and explaining 100 kilos of sugar on your grocery bill uh, (laughs) was definitely an eye-opener and um, a a nice sharp reminder from my accountant that I also have to remember to toe the line when it comes to putting things through your business account. And it is easy to forget because, you you know, and the amounts do add up. So don't fear how people are going to be paying you. Just, you know, that's the last thing that should be holding you back. So just a quick little rethink on that one. You know, worrying about, How somebody's going to pay you? Don't just start putting your services and products out there to work itself out. There are a number of apps that you can use, such as PayPal. Yes, they take a little commission, but what's a little commission? Because at the end of the day, you can still declare that with your accountant, and it can be potentially done as a a tax rebate and a or a GST um, receipt. And at the end of the day. There are so many ways of ensuring that you have got uh, systems in place. Get somebody to give you a hand. Pay for the help. Pay for somebody to give you advice. And whether it's a business mentor or an accountant or a financial advisor or just anybody that has been there before that's running their own business, you know, get Get somebody to just give you a little bit of a hey. This is how things can be achieved easier, better, faster, safer, legally. But again, the biggest the biggest help I got was make sure that when you do receive money, you put money away for your taxes, your GST, your ACC, any potential professional um, bills that come up. And that's you know sort of thing. At the end, it's not something you have to be fearful of now. I know when I first started my business I was you know pretty scared about getting it wrong and I was really grateful to the accountant I had at the time. She really did tidy everything up and she gave me the confidence to go out there and genuinely earn money um, whether it was a secondary income because obviously I I work full-time or if it was um, and how that tied in with each other. Now It's certainly, but you know, this particular client, she's gone from strength to strength. I'm so proud of her putting her information out there. She's selling her um, services and it's made just the silly little, you know, the little niggly things that, you know, you put all your effort in and your anxiety and your worries, at the end of the day, don't really mean anything. You're out there to reach targets, fill your goals, fill your dreams, become financially viable and successful. Businesses can take several years to build, so make mistakes, fail forward. At the end of the day, if you try something and it doesn't work, then you know it doesn't work, and you can try something a little bit different. There is no harm or shame in pivoting, and as long as you're getting yourself out there, it can... You can only go from strength to strength. Now, I hope this was helpful. I know it was a little bit of a, an odd one, but at the end of the day, everybody has their own hesitations when it comes to starting a business. And procrastination is one of the things that holds so many of us back when it comes to putting this, putting themselves out there. Don't sell yourself short by not charging for what it is that you're doing, because at the end of the day, after a while, if you're giving your services away for free, that's what people start expecting. So start off you know reminding people that your services do cost. but also serving with lots of information and free content is also really important. So finding that balance that works for you then you know that that will definitely give you that freedom um and finding you know what what works and what doesn't and that takes time that absolutely takes time Rome wasn't built in a day but it was built and a lot of lessons were learnt from that from building you know that those particular cities but anyway have an amazing week and I really appreciate your time listening. Have a um just have a fantastic week. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at page, or you'll also find me at esther.akin. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.